Hello, and welcome to another Christian Faith Radio Hour shortcast. This is David Canfield, and I'm recording this on Thursday, July 13th, 2023. Recently, I sent out a note entitled, The Prayer of God, and I'll link to that in the program notes below. And I'm going to start today just by reviewing that a little bit. So if you have your Bible handy, I would encourage you to open up to Luke chapter 6, verse 12. And you can pause the video if you need to get your Bible. If, if you don't have your Bible handy, that's okay, I'll, I'll read it. But it's nice if you can see it in the Bible for yourself. And again, that's Luke chapter 6, verse 12. I'm reading here from the New King James Version. It says, Now it came to pass in those days that he, Jesus, went out to the mountain to pray and continued all night in prayer to God. And if you're reading just about every major translation, that's roughly the way they translate this verse, that Jesus went out and prayed to God. All the major modern versions translate this verse that way. But the problem is, that's not what this verse actually says. And I noticed this because, as I mentioned previously on the podcast, I'm currently working on my own revision of the New Testament because I just don't feel there is really a first-rate translation of the Bible out there today. That's going to be called the Standard Version of the New Testament. And that's why I noticed this uh, in Luke chapter 6, verse 12, that what the modern versions say is very, and the King James as well, what they all say is very different from what's actually in the New Testament. Let me read that to you in the Standard Version. And it came to pass in those days that he went out to the mountain to pray, and he spent the whole night in the prayer of God. So it's not just that Jesus was praying to God. He spent the whole night in the prayer of God. That's the literal translation of that verse. And the only other versions I've been able to find that do translate it that way are Young's literal translation, which is not very well known, and also uh I thought it was pretty interesting, is the Reims New Testament, and that's the Catholic version of the New Testament, the old Catholic version of the New Testament. Those are the only two that have that verse translated in a literal way. The other versions, for the most part, they basically take that expression out of the Bible. But it is a profound and very meaningful and very beautiful expression, and we need to understand why the Bible uses that expression. I don't know, to my knowledge, it's not used anyplace else in the New Testament. But we need to understand what is the meaning of that expression, the prayer of God. Well, just after, and this is what I talk about in the note, just after spending that night in the prayer of God, that's when Jesus came down from the mountain and he appointed the twelve apostles. And this was a major step forward for God's work on the earth at that time. And so that shows us the prayer of God is different from the type of prayers that we usually pray. Usually, almost always when we pray, we're praying on our behalf for something that we need. Lord, I have this need in my life. Lord, what about this situation, this difficult situation? Maybe we have some health problems or maybe we're interceding on behalf of others or or praying to uh, devotional prayers, that type of thing. Well, those are all very good. But the prayer of God is in a different realm. When you touch the prayer of God, you're outside of the realm of what you need and you're beginning to enter into the realm of what God needs to carry out his will on the earth. You know, in the so-called Lord's Prayer, Jesus tells the disciples to pray, Our Father who is in heaven, 
your name be sanctified, your kingdom come, your will be done, as in heaven, so on earth. That's the prayer of God, really. When we are praying for God's will to be done on the earth as it is in heaven, we're standing with the Lord for his will to be carried out on the earth. And according to what Jesus said there, he needs us to pray according to his will, if his will is going to be done on the earth. And when we stand with the Lord in that way in our prayers, that's when we're really touching the prayer of God. But it's, I just, you know, as I've looked at translations more and more, working on my own version, I just, you just have to shake your head. There's just so much they miss. And it's, they take a crucial phrase like this out of the New Testament because they're afraid people won't understand it. Well, at first glance, probably a lot of Christians don't understand it because our, our concept of prayer is so very short of what it needs to be. But you wouldn't, you should not dumb down the Bible for that reason. You should seek to uplift the believer's understanding of prayer. And that's why I'm, I was burdened to send out a podcast on this. As I said, I, I recently sent out that note. I hope you take a look at that. It touches on these points. But we need to have a much deeper realization of what prayer really is in these days. When we see what's going on in this country, the unspeakably evil things that are being promoted, how our society is being torn down and broken up from the foundations, uh, your heart should go out. It should, should move you to pray, Lord, you have to work in this country again in a new way to send forth your gospel, to raise up your testimony, to carry out the work you desire to do in this country, to bind the damage Satan is doing uh, to our country is so much through the political system. And I have a, a, a book on that. Sorry to promote that. Uh, the, called Lawlessness, the Left and the Antichrist. Uh, how Satan is using the left to destroy any kind of uh, standard of morality in this country and so prepare the way for the coming of the Antichrist. But when we see these things happening, it should move us to pray. And not just to pray according to our thought, but to seek to really enter into the prayer of God, the prayer that God needs us to pray for his will to be done on the earth. As I was preparing for this podcast, I, I was reminded of a very, very good book on prayer, which I highly recommend and encourage you to read by Watchman Nee. It's called The Prayer Ministry of the Church. And as always, I'll link to that in the notes below. And he brings out uh, in the opening chapter of that book, a very crucial principle that we have to understand in order to really appreciate the importance of prayer and to appreciate the role that we have in carrying out God's will on the earth. So first he mentions in his opening chapter the Lord's declaration in both in Matthew 16 and Matthew 18 that what the disciples bind on the earth will be bound in heaven and what they loose on the earth will be loosed in heaven. And then, then he explains what that means. So he gives the example of Moses and his prayer on the mountain while Joshua was fighting against Amalek in the Old Testament. This is in Ezekiel, sorry, in Exodus chapter 17. Here's what Watchman Nee says. When Moses on top of the hill held up his hand, Israel prevailed. But when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. And that's Exodus chapter 17 verses 9 through 11. Who decided the victory or defeat at the foot of the hill? Was it God who willed it or was it Moses? Here we see the principle of God's working, the secret of his action. Whatever he wills to do, if man does not will it, he will not do it. We cannot make God do 
what he does not want to do, but we can hinder him from doing what he does wish to do. In heaven the issue is decided by God, but before men it is decided by Moses. And of course, Moses there is a representative for our prayers before God. So here we see the principle that in a very real sense, the heavens are governed by the earth. Again, as Watchman Nee says, we're not going to get God to do something he doesn't want to do. But whether or not God's will can be carried out on the earth depends on whether or not there are some people on the earth who are cooperating with God by their prayers to bring the will of God from the heavens to the earth. As the Lord says, tells us to pray, your kingdom come, your will be done as in heaven, so on earth. That's the prayer of God. Now watch, I appreciate his explanation of the principle here. It has to do with the way in which God created man. So again, here's what Watchman Nee says in the prayer ministry of the church. The man whom God has created possesses a free will. He is capable of deciding whether or not he will listen to God, for God has not created a man who must hear him. Upon his having created a man with such a free will, God's power is thereby restricted by this man. He cannot automatically do what he wills to do, but instead he must ask the man whether he himself is also willing. And then later on he adds, Yes, he wants man to obey him fully, yet he gives man a free will. His desire is to let man exercise his free will to choose to obey God. And this is the glory of God. So that's the basic principle of our prayer, when we're really praying the prayer of God, we are saying, Lord, there are those on the earth today who agree with your will, who stand with your will, and who are coming together to pray that your will would be done on the earth as it is in heaven. And I'll just finish up by reading a couple more quotes from this first chapter from Watchman Nee. In all matters related to him, God will not perform until he obtains the cooperation of the will on earth. Because earth desires it, God will then do it. Because the earth so decides, God therefore acts. So what the Lord is waiting for is our prayer to tell him, Lord, we want your will to be carried out on the earth. That is what the Lord is really after today. He goes on, Many devotional prayers, prayers of fellowship, and prayers of request cannot be a substitute for prayer as ministry or work. If all our prayers are simply devotional or merely consist of fellowshipping and asking, our prayer is too small. Prayer as work or ministry means that we stand on God's side, desiring what he desires. That's what the Lord is looking for today. And what he's seeking to gain is those believers in Christ who are praying the prayer of God so that God's will can be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Again, I strongly encourage you to get a copy of this book, The Prayer Ministry of the Church, and hopefully this will help the Lord to gain this type of person who can really stand with him in prayer for his will to be done on the earth today. Praise the Lord for that. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Christian Faith Radio Hour. For more resources, you can visit thechristianfaith.org, which is my website. If you'd like to receive my e-letter, 
just click on the subscribe link there and enter your email address. And to connect with us by email, just send us a note at notes at thechristianfaith.org. Until next time, may the Lord keep you in his way for his sake and his glory. In Jesus' name, amen.